Start your day right with daily immune support plus extra strength 5-hour energy. It contains all the great 5-hour energy shot ingredients plus added vitamins and nutrients like zinc, vitamin D3, and vitamin C to help support the immune system. It comes in three great flavors, ultra orange, pineapple apricot, and pink watermelon. All this comes in a convenient portable bottle that takes just seconds to drink. No mixing required. Daily immune support plus extra strength 5-hour energy. Get it today at your local Rite Aid store. Hey, welcome to Everything Outdoors. Can I help you find anything? Hey, yeah. Can you point us to the camping gear? Sure, aisle two. Snowboarding? Just bought a new Nissan Pathfinder. It's got intelligent 4x4, and we want to hit the backcountry. Aisle 18. And the boats? Are you sure you can do all this? Up to 6,000 pounds towing, we're good to go. Oh, where's the scuba gear? Return to rugged in the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Available intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Towing capability varies by configuration. See Nissan Owner's Manual for proper use. After Independence Day week off, we're back with the Northeast Tarrant Tea Party President, Julie McCarty, Texas Representative Matt Rinaldi, and a call on Sirius XM to our friends Tom and Denise Borelli. So, all that and more on this episode of Trend Chat. Stick around. Everybody, welcome, welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I am your host, Brian Bledsoe. And if you want to connect with us on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's all the same name, Trend Chat 24-7. And I write for politichicks.com. If you want to read some of my articles on Politichicks, just go to politichicks.com slash author slash Brian Bledsoe. And speaking of that, don't forget about the new book that's been out. Politics, a clearing call to political activism, which is out now, as I just said. So it's available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And it features over 300 pages from contributors like myself talking about different subjects, whether it's what um, I guess education, healthcare, social issues, um, activism. And that's where my article about becoming a national delegate last year is featured in the activism portion of the book. And so, yeah, if anyone who is thinking of getting involved or want to know more about how to be more politically active, I would recommend this book. And I think it'd be a great resource for, for not only just for people who are looking to get into political activism or even people who maybe want to find some stores of inspiration as well. It's the, you know, a lot of good articles in here. So, so go out there. Everybody's listening, go get one copy and then, you know, tell your friend and then buy another copy and yeah, let's make this a bestseller or something, you know? <laughs> so we, you know, obviously we didn't have a show last week in observance of the, 4th of July 
we'll say the Independence Day, the state correctly. So I hope everyone had a good Independence Day week. We um, speaking of here us here in Trenchat, we kind of did a couple of things, kind of got some new gear a little bit for the podcast. I mean, not a you know we didn't go crazy <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't get a studio or nothing <laughs> but we just got kind of like some new headphones and stuff like that and got like a bag or something to put my microphone in just just to make stuff a little easier to handle from day on you know well it's not day to day but still tuesday and thursday still make things a little easier to carry around so so yeah we kind of did that but one thing, as of right now, this is the first new episode since we have been approved to be on iHeartRadio. So, yes, that's that's right. Yes, we are on iHeartRadio. So now, not only yeah, okay, okay, calm, calm, calm down, calm down. So, um, not only are we on iTunes, Google Play, and now we're on iHeartRadio. So, to find trend chat just go to the iHeart uh, iHeart radio app and just search trend chat and it should be right there i had a friend of mine who has the iHeart app and and i just i saw it for myself i'm like oh and all the episodes are there so it's not like just this the only this episode is on there all the episodes in the past are on the iHeart app now so in it you know if you know someone or yourself uh, and if you're listening right now on our, our heart radio i appreciate it and like i said before like it share it subscribe i really haven't said that in a while but yeah like it share it subscribe all of that we are on our way to a million plays and i did a episode talking about how long that would take and i would just implore you to go back and listen to the episode because at this point at this rate it's going to be a while <laughs> so but we're on our goal to one million plays that's just going to make that a hashtag i think i'm gonna put goal to a goal to a million i don't know <laughs> so but um but yep so now we're i'm I, you know I, i'm definitely appreciative of being on iheart now and you know it, it took a while i'm I don't I don't know what you know how how everything works but I'm, gl- I'm just glad it happened <laughs> so now as far as well given that the 4th of July and everything that was going on you know I, you had a whole bunch of tweets from President Trump I think I even I mentioned that even before then but now you had President Trump going overseas and finally meeting with Vladimir Putin and and everything going on over there then you had a couple of movies come out I recently saw Spider-Man I thought it was pretty good I really liked it a lot better than the not, well I can say a lot better but better than the previous two with uh, actor Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man I didn't care for those two but the, I actually liked the very first I didn't say the very first, but the uh, first modern, I guess, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. I forget what year. I still say that's kind of like one of the, to me, I think it's like one of the best made movies um, in a long time still. 
is that but is Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man. I still hold that in high regard as far as just a movie in general. I just like how it was made. And so this one that just came out um last week, it's yeah, it's pretty good too. I like um I can't say I like it as much as the first one, but it's up there. And I actually liked Spider-Man 3. Well, the last one with Tobey Maguire. I actually liked that myself. I, I do understand the criticism as far as having too many villains in it. I understand that because it, it did feel like a little bit of overkill. But I did like the storyline of having him, I guess, kind of warring with himself in a way with the whole, you know, kind of like, you know, the black, <laughs> the black Spider-Man with the suit and then with the just the regular Spider-Man. I kind of like those type of stories because it kind of harkens me back to Superman 3, actually, which is one of my favorite Superman movies. I know most people only talk about one and two and always want to gloss over three and four. But I know three is one of my favorites because I like that particular scene in it as, as well as far as of Superman fighting himself and just kind of warring with himself. I just like those type of stories, I guess. And so, but yeah, so that was, like I said, um, Spider-Man, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I would say, you know, you know, go out and check that out. So now we're going to go ahead and get into our interviews that we had the past. Well, yesterday in the day, but I would want to bring up before I bring on Julie McCarty and that. Um, so last night I was at the. Northeast Terrence Tea Party meeting and they had a panel with the Texas Freedom Caucus and talking about um, the victories and everything that happened in the regular session and also with the upcoming special session session here in Texas. So uh, so we're going to get more into that with with Julie and also with Matt Rinaldi as well. But I was able to at the meeting to thank everyone for the first time, which I actually didn't realize I haven't done publicly. Like if I saw some people individually here and there i'll say thank you for supporting me for you know when i was trying to become a well when i became a national delegate last year but i haven't done it like publicly in front of like some people that maybe i haven't said it to and so i did that last night along with talking about the politics book as well because i i would say if i didn't become a national delegate well there wouldn't be a article (laughs) in the book or at least it wouldn't be that article so I just thanked everyone that supported me and like I said, and talked about having the article in the book and talked about the book a little bit. I, I didn't mention the podcast. I actually said I was going to mention it, but I was I was just trying to get that out because I, I definitely want to make sure I thanked everybody. I wanted to do that first. And and I just I really forgot, <laughs> actually. But um, I did have my trench hat shirt on, so. But yeah, so I, I got a chance to to do that, and I probably do that at another meeting sometime today. I'm guessing as well. So now that being said, we'll go into our interview with Julie because um in that article, if you have read the Politics book, I actually mentioned Julie McCarty in that article because. She's one of the people who really basically got the ball rolling for me to even think about becoming a national delegate. And I, I mentioned it in the interview. And so I'll just let you hear it when when I play our interview um, right now. And so 
That being said, here's our interview with Julie. I'm your host, Brian Bledsoe, and we are pleased to have the president of the Northeast Tarrant Tea Party, Julie McCarty. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good morning. Yes, and, um, you know, I'm I'm very familiar with the Northeast Tarrant Tea Party, given I am a volunteer um, when I can when I'm in town. Uh, but just in case, you know, for people that, that maybe are not familiar, just give a, uh, I guess, info about the Northeast Tarrant Tea Party. Okay, sure. Um, Northeast Tarrant Tea Party is one of the largest and most active tea parties in Texas. Um, we always have a focus on action as opposed to just having um, monthly gripe sessions. So we do have speakers once a month. Um, the goal is to educate our members, but then at the end, we make sure all of our speakers have something that our um, attendees can do um, to solve whatever problem has been discussed. Um, so we do a lot of campaigning. We do block walking and fundraising for, for good candidates. We, you know, we're always involved in the legislative sessions, um, working to push a bill or kill a bill or get attention to some sort of cause. Um, and that's what makes Northeast Tarrant Tea Party successful is that we are um, just so focused on action. Yes, and I can definitely attest to that, given to um, the all the help that I received with being a delegate and everything, and it definitely gets a lot of information as far as what you need if, if you want to be active in your community. And the most recent meeting was yesterday, and it was, a, I guess, a panel with the Texas Freedom Caucus. Uh, can you give us a little bit of information as far as everything that went on there? Uh, sure. I mean, it was a, a very energized meeting because um, I think we're all proud when our Freedom Caucus members can return back home and, and just seeing them on the stage. We've got five of them right here in our area out of only 12. So that's, that's a real sense of accomplishment knowing that we were largely a part of getting five conservative members into the state house. So there was just that energy to begin with. It was a really exciting night to have them back home and hear the stories about, you know, how they fought and what they're up against and the victories we had and, and how they worked as a team and had unity and, and really just the anticipation of what that group will grow into. So um, they, they just did a great job of answering questions and there were questions that um, probably were harder than maybe they expected or you know, kind of took them by surprise on topics they weren't familiar with, but they didn't flinch. And, you know, the things they couldn't answer, they promised to get back to. And it was just a really good night. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of the questions were kind of focused on the special session coming up or about the regular session that just passed. And so I, I just want to ask you, what um, what are your thoughts on the regular session that's passed and the upcoming special session? Um, well, I guess I would kind of mimic what the guy said last night in that um, we had some great victories, and we anticipate having more great victories. Um, always there's more that can be done, and as we grow our numbers, um, we'll do that. But the anticipation for the special is that um, we're going to get all 20 of Abbott's issues addressed. And I think the most exciting thing we're looking forward to is exposing Joe Strauss for who he is, um, because he will be the, the focus of attention if things don't happen the way they are expected to happen by the governor. Yes, as I've mentioned before on previous podcasts about sometimes when I go to different states and I maybe attend a Tea Party meeting or a Republican meeting, and a lot of times when they hear I'm from Texas, all of a sudden they get this like 
big eyed look on their face like I'm from some some utopia or something like that, and then I have to have to bring them down somewhat to other than just saying you know Texas is just like every other state in one in one sense, especially that you know we fight our rhinos just like everyone else do and and one example that one example I bring up is Joe Strauss. I'm like, you know, we have we have a, a very establishment Republican House Speaker, just like anywhere else, and just like in D.C. And so we have to fight the fight there. It's just as much as anywhere else. So um, I, yeah, so I, that's one example I tend to bring up a lot, especially when people tend to think so much about being being from Texas going to another state. Um, well, Texas likes to brag about how con- Texas likes to brag about how conservative we are, um, and I do my share of that. But when I'm really down on Texas because we're not all that, um, I just have to remember that Texas is huge. So mm-hmm. what we accomplish as such a big state really is remarkable. Um, you know, trying to coordinate that many efforts and and um, I don't know. Just it's a lot of people. So if if we were small like a a Rhode Island or something, we'd be taking over the world, <laughs> right? So <laughs> yeah, and I guess there's one thing I do mention as well um, to a lot of people, especially in other states, is that I would say probably one difference is the involvement uh, across the state, especially in the major you know cities, DFW, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, that the the grassroots is a lot more engaged probably in other as a as compared to other states. Uh, just because like one example I would mention is I would ask the people how many meetings do they have, you know, a week or maybe even a month. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, sometimes they say maybe we may, maybe have one or two meetings uh, the whole month in the whole state. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and I, and uh, I would, yeah. yeah. And I would mention, you know, in DFW, there's like an, there's a meeting every day. Something, something's going on. <laughs> And so, or more yeah. than one a day. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, yeah. So that's one thing I, I tend to mention. It just it takes getting involved and really being engaged to even get the ball moving as far as grassroots, you know, in the Tea Party. So that's yeah. one thing I was mentioning. So, um, well, I think that's a really good point, Brian, that you're making is that. You know, other people in other states might say, well, gosh, I wish I had what you guys have. I wish I had the resources in the clubs and the activity and the involvement. Well, it didn't happen just because somebody wished it. I mean, we work our tails off to, to provide meetings and provide educational opportunities, and not just Northeast here in Tea Party, but all these different groups. So if somebody is lacking somewhere, they need to step up and say, I, I can organize this. I can put something on. I can find the resources and, and share my thoughts with other people that are like-minded. Yep. Well, one thing I, I tend to mention is that just do something as opposed to doing nothing. So whatever you can do, do just do something. Okay. So, um, well, yeah. one thing that was mentioned is um, I, I don't want to give away too many details, but I just want to ask generally about um, Shark Tank because that's that's one thing kind of what we're talking about as far as getting involved. And I guess just give us a little bit as much as you can about um, Shark Tank. Sure, I would love to talk about Shark Tank because that is how the conservatives are going to to take over Texas. That's <laughs> how we're going to reach our dreams and our goals. Um, so we know that um, the speaker is a, a major obstacle for getting conservative legislation passed, and we all want to change out the speaker. But, you know, it's been eight years, and that hasn't happened, eight years since the two parties have been working on it, and that hasn't happened. Um, but there are ways we can reduce his power, and that's by bringing in more and more conservative state reps. 
So maybe in North Texas we have, you know, turned over all of our state reps and they're awesome and they're fantastic, but how much can they do when there's only 12 members on that Freedom Caucus? We've got to have bigger numbers, and so we have to get outside of our own districts and go campaign and fundraise and work in other districts where we have good, solid, conservative candidates that have been well vetted, that are that are trying their hardest to get elected, but they need help. So that's what Shark Tank does. We bring in, I think we've got 27 candidates that we're going to bring in in one day. It's an it's a long day. It's an eight-hour day, but it's a ton of fun. So conservative organizations from around the state like Empower Texans and Northeast Guarantee Party and uh, Right to Life and Direct Action Texas, these different organizations have gotten together, and we've selected candidates that we've already vetted. We already know they're good, solid, conservative candidates, and we introduce them to people that are dedicated to um, fundraising for them. And it, it may be $5, it may be $5,000 that they are committing when they go to Shark Tank to donate to at least one of those 27 candidates. And we will interview them in front of you. We will talk about who they are, let them share what their goals are, how they're going to campaign, what their strategy is. You know, you can get a feel for, wow, that's a candidate that I know he's a conservative or he wouldn't be here, but I also can tell he's going to work his tail off. And my money donated to him is a very smart investment for the future of Texas. So that's the idea. They, they um they attend, the 27 candidates attend, and we'll have hundreds of patriots attending. They, the candidates present their case, and the patriots decide who is worthy of my money. Um, we did this last cycle, last election cycle, and we raised um, around $200,000, which is huge. It's huge support for a new candidate. Several of them won, and several of them were actually on the Freedom Caucus this session. So it's been very um, successful, and um, we hope to do the same this time. So we've got two of them planned. One is in the DFW area um, on October 14th, and the other is in the Houston area on October 21st. Um, and it should be hopefully this week, maybe the beginning of next week, when we're able to um, start the application process. Because we don't let just anyone walk in the door because we're sharing confidential information. So you have to apply to get in. And that just means, you know, you're telling us that I'm involved in this Republican club or this Tea Party or I've helped on this campaign before. Just something to kind of vouch for. I really am one of you. And and we'll let you in the door. We'll tell you the exact venue and the time and where to be and everything. And um, it's just it's a ton of fun. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to getting that application because I was there the uh, last Shark Tank, so and like I said, it was you know it was all day event and it was it was fun you know hearing from all the all the candidates and it's definitely kind of something that we've just been talking about in this interview, just putting action towards you know to the grassroots and actually getting getting somewhere and getting some of these candidates actually to win uh, on um on election day. So one last thing I want to ask is how can people get in touch with you? You know, Northeast Aaron Tea Party on social media and or in general email and all that. Okay, great. Um, Northeast Parent Tea Party, we always, always keep our website updated. So our calendar is always current. You can always go there and get the information you need, and that is www.ne for Northeast, neparentteaparty.com. And then um, we're constantly posting on Facebook. You can find us under Northeast Tarrant Tea Party. We have a Twitter account. You can follow Northeast Tarrant Tea. Uh, we do. We have a YouTube channel. Um, post all of our speakers and um, videos and such. Um, and then email anybody can email me anytime at heyjuliesue at gmail.com. 
Okay. And one last thing I want to mention, um, I just want to thank you because back in 2014, I didn't know anything about even becoming a delegate. I didn't know anything about anything. And going to a Northeast Tarrant Tea Party meeting and you talking about needing more conservatives to be to be delegates at the convention. And so I was like, okay. So I asked you where, what what do I do? And you pointed me to up to other people and basically got the ball rolling. I, so I'll basically say from that point on, we there wouldn't be an article that was in the political chicks book. And I'm pretty sure there probably wouldn't, wouldn't be talking to you right now. Wouldn't be a podcast if it wasn't for that moment back in 2014. So I just, I just thank you for all the help you've done as far as everything that, you know, as far as trying to do any political activism. Well, Brian, you are um, just an awesome success story. So we're all proud of what you've accomplished because you came from not knowing what to do and now you're making a difference. And that's what we want for everybody. And anything we can do to help, we want to do that. All right. Well, I appreciate it very much. And thank you so much for your time. No problem. Thanks for talking. Yep, man. Thanks to Julie for joining us. And yeah, I guess I just stressed that again. It's just definitely um, was a big, big help for me in knowing what I need to do and getting setting me on the right path as far as wanting to become a. At that point, it was being a state delegate. The whole national delegate thing wasn't even in my mind at that time. <laughs> but um. But someone mentioned, like, well, you can go for national. Like, well, okay. But, like I said, going back to that particular moment, at a Spring Creek barbecue in Grapevine, Texas, I remember where it was. And from that point, it kind of set a lot of these, you know, steps in motion to the point where you're hearing me right now. Because I'm pretty sure if I didn't do anything there, I probably wouldn't wouldn't have went to try to become a state delegate and national delegate and then writing articles and all that and just I guess learning more and kind of getting more involved and engaged so yeah but like I said I appreciate Julie for joining us and speaking of the Texas Freedom Caucus as we mentioned in the interview we spoke with one of the members of said caucus Texas Representative Matt Rinaldi and here is our interview with uh, Representative Rinaldi Hello, this is Trent Chat, and this is Brian Blesso, and I'm here with Representative Matt Rinaldi. How are you doing? Good. How are you? All right, so um, we're here at the Northeast Tarrant Tea Party meeting, and it's just concluded, and we were just talking about the upcoming special session, but I just want to ask you, what, what is your thoughts on the, the regular session that just passed? Listen, I thought we got... Uh, I, I think as the Freedom Caucus, we got conservative reforms passed that we were told at the beginning of the session we had no chance of passing. We got the strongest sanctuary city bill in the country passed. Um, we got dismemberment abortion ban passed, which which bans the practice of ripping babies limb from limb while their heart is still beating. Um, we got those two priorities passed. I passed a church security bill, which allows churches to form security teams to defend themselves. We defunded Planned Parenthood. Um, we passed so many other reforms like E-Verify for government workers. Uh, all of that was due to our group of conservatives, and we, we worked so hard to get it done. So I'm happy at what we got done. We still have more to do. We need to do property tax reform. We need to do Women's Privacy Act. Okay, and um, so now with the upcoming special session, just for just for my listeners, um, 
I guess there's a, how many plants are out there and what is, uh, I guess, what is all the details as far as the special session coming up? So, so the governor put 20, uh, 20 items on the call. Uh, I rem can't remember them all offhand, but there are many pro-life measures. There was uh, education measures, school choice for special needs students, in addition to Women's Privacy Act and property tax reform. Okay, so um, now you just had a panel here with most of the Texas Freedom Caucus, so I guess give a give everyone a kind of an overview. Now I know about the Texas Freedom Caucus, but give a kind of overview about the about the caucus and I guess the purpose and everything. Texas Freedom Caucus <laughs> is a group of liberty-minded grassroots conservatives that wanted to bring a voice to the grassroots in the Texas House. We made it clear that we uh, were conservatives first and uh, party faithful second. Um, and we were willing to oppose the leadership of the House where they weren't they weren't committed to conservative reforms. And that's exactly what we did. And I think we were tremendously successful. I think virtually every conservative victory that we've had would not have happened but for us. So um, now I know you said you mentioned this too many times, but given the fact that I mentioned it on my podcast when it happened. So I guess give us your view as far as what happened with the whole call on ice and everything like that. Because I mentioned it on my podcast because I thought it was ridiculous as well as far as what happened. How did well, it was no, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. You have individuals, many or most of whom were from out of state. Um, being brought into the Capitol, 2,000 people. Um, it wasn't a peaceful protest. They were disrupting House proceedings, breaking the House rules. They then began resisting police officers that were in the Capitol. Um, and it became an unruly group of people. Uh, so when that happened, they were chanting that they were undocumented and here to stay. They held signs saying they were doing something illegal. You come into the place that makes laws saying you are currently breaking the law and then resist police officers, and you don't expect that somebody will actually call the authorities to let them know what's going on. Um, and that's exactly what I did. Yeah, it's funny because um, I, I did a little public service announcement. I don't know if you saw it, but um, I did. Okay, you did. <laughs> yeah, because it, it was ridiculous to me because there were people saying, "Okay, I'm here to stay." So what are you implying there? Well, they weren't <laughs> implying it. If you actually look, there's a video where they say they're chanting in the house chamber. They put up the video, by the way, where they're chanting. We are undocumented and here to stay. And then they pulled up the signs that say here to stay. So they personally said we are undocumented and here to stay. And that's what they were chanting. So, you know, that's just something that may lead somebody who's taken an oath to uphold the law to call the proper authorities, the tip line and say, hey, these are the facts. This is what's happening. If you're interested or this is something that you follow up on, just letting you know. That's what we tell people. When you see somebody breaking the law, report it to the authorities and and if they want to do something about it, they can. All right. So um, I guess how can everyone reach you, if, um, whether social media or anywhere? Um, well, www.mattrinaldi.com. And uh, you can get me at social media at MattRinaldiTX on Facebook. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yep. And thanks to Representative Rinaldi for joining us. And you know what? In case you didn't know about that, that public service announcement I did, ladies and gentlemen, here is that public service announcement. Hello, this is the public service announcement from your friends here at Trend Chat. If you're noticing suspicious activity involving illegal immigrants, please don't hesitate to call ICE, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, at 866-347-2423. For instance, if you're at the Texas State Capitol and see a group of people showing up with signs saying Texas immigrants are here to stay, inferring that they're here illegally because to make such a statement and being here illegally would be gibberish. So please, don't hesitate to call. 
866-347-2423 for the Immigration and Customs Enforcement and let the authority sort it out. This has been a public service announcement from your friends here at Trend Chat. Yep, just in case you need to know that, that tip line, I just wanted to make sure I give that out to you. So, so yeah, actually I didn't see the video as far as um, of what Representative Renardi was saying as far as um, that. And so at that time when I made that, I didn't have that video. In that case, I would have changed it a little bit. But <laughs> uh, that being said, the tip line is there. So I would employ anybody to do that wherever you see that happening. Whatever, when you know, you have these rallies out here and, and you have all these illegal immigrants out here just basically bragging about breaking the law. Okay. Hi, I'm glad you told me about that. I'm about to go ahead and call up ICE right quick and have them, you know, you tell them that. <laughs> that's, that's how I would handle it. So, so, uh, and now we did an interview, if you didn't notice by hearing the chatter in the background, that was after the Northeast Terrence Tea Party meeting with the Freedom Caucus. And, you know, speaking of Freedom Caucus, I actually, you know, this is the Texas Freedom Caucus. And then you also have the House Freedom Caucus in D.C., which I'm a fan of both of them. I, lo- I you know, I like both Freedom Caucuses. So and in speaking about Northeast Terrence Tea Party, uh, I guess it was last year. or Yeah, a little over last year, we were able to get Tom and Deneen Borelli to speak at the Northeast Terrence Tea Party meeting. And, you know, that was that was something else to think about, because that was the first time I ever like I guess booked someone to come somewhere to do anything like that to I guess you know send out emails asking hey do you mind speaking and all that I never done any of, any of that before so my first time was doing it with um Tom and Deneen. and you know it it went through you know wonderfully <laughs> it was great <laughs> um I've I've spoke you know I spoke with them at CPAC you can go back and listen to that episode. Actually, that is episode six. I know the number of that one. Episode six is the episode where I spoke with Tom and Denise Borelli along with others at CPAC that day. And so um, <clears throat> they were hosting a uh, a show on Sirius XM, not last week, but the week before. So that's about over a week ago. And I called in and just, just to say hi because I was... Actually, my Sirius XM radio just got fixed as far as for me to listen in the truck. And I saw Tom Borelli post on Facebook that they were on. And so I was like, let me go ahead and switch over. And so when I heard them, I called the number, which I, I listen to Sirius XM Patriot all the time anyway. So and knowing that they were on and. Being friends of, of theirs, I decided to call in. And so I actually have that call. So I just wanted to let y'all hear in on the on my call with the with the Borellis. So here we go. See, we have Brian in Texas. Good evening, Brian. Thanks for calling in the Patriots tonight. How you doing? Doing all right. How how are you, my friends, Tom and Deneen Borelli? This is Brian Blitzo. Blitzo, that's what I thought. Hey, How's it going? I'm doing all right. I, I was hearing you talking to a lot of other truck drivers, and actually, my uh, Sirius XM was has been out, and I just got it back on today. So. Oh, nice. 
Perfect yes. timing. Yes. Give us credit. Say you did it because you wanted to hear the Borellis. Hey, exactly right. Because I saw your Facebook post and saw you on Twitter. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and switch over and hear, listen to Patriot tonight. All right. Well, where are you at at the, at the moment? Are you in Texas or are you tr- driving around? Well, well, I'm based in Texas, but I am driving through Missouri right now. Okay. So, but yeah, so normally when I call, I just sound from Texas because sometimes I forget where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> we know that feeling. <laughs> so what's on your mind? Well, I was thinking about as far as the whole travel ban starting up tonight, and you know, I'm just thinking about. I can just imagine at all these major airports, there are a bunch of lawyers just waiting for something to happen at the gate or something where someone is not, you know, getting their paperwork done in a, in a quick enough time just to make it some sort of news story and saying that what, you know, this travel ban is just causing all, all this heartache across the country. And I can just imagine that what's going on. I don't know for certain, but I can just see a bunch of lawyers just sitting out in the lobby just waiting for people or just asking, you know, you having any trouble? <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, well, right, think of it this way. You know, what good could happen when you have a pack of lawyers in, in, a, in, a, in a close proximity, in close proximity of each other? Not, not a lot. Somebody's going to get sued, and somebody slips and falls. They, they could probably take care of that, too. Oh, yeah, I, I can... I'm just I'm just imagining that, especially in New York up there, that they're just they're just waiting on something to happen, and I, I don't know what other topics y'all are going to talk about. I know I don't know if y'all have I guess opinions on the uh, NRA ad that kind of blew up in the past couple of days, but uh, we just we we just saw Dana uh, Lash's video. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, well, it was a, yeah, it was an ad by the NRA, and that was actually a couple of months ago. It's not like it was just released, but for some reason, it just all of a sudden got traction for some reason. Uh, I guess someone got triggered, I guess, and all of a sudden, everyone's thinking that this is inciting violence, or I'm hearing people saying that it's trying to cause for civil war, which makes no sense because in the ad, she's denouncing violence from the left and telling people to fight with truth. But yet, you know, they're just hearing what they want to hear, it seems like. Yeah, I actually did not see the entire ad, but I will I will look into it. But yeah. to Brian's point, right. the ad first aired months ago or whenever, Why is it all, coming now, out now all of a sudden it's yeah. a news item. Nothing ever happens by accident. Well, yeah, so I, actually I some, saw... Someone decided to make this an issue. Right. I actually saw a tweet from, um, uh, uh, what's his name, DeRay, you know, the guy with Black Lives Matter. I know he did a tweet, and it kind of caught on there, and then other people were starting to share it amongst on social media. And it well, just, there you have yeah. it. When's the last time you heard of Black Lives Matter? <laughs> trying to trying to get relevant again, I guess. Get, get in the news cycle. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And just one quick story with you, Brian. So you're a uh, black conservative, and we met you at several conservative events over the years. And you have gotten more and more involved in the effort, in the, the really to, to help reign in government. And you've been very active and vocal. You're writing uh, things, and I think you podcast. do interviews, right? You do podcast interviews. So really, I just want to applaud you for your efforts and thank you because 
it, it, it will take everyone to get involved and play a role. And, you know, some people may think that they're not sure what they can do or they can't make a difference, but everyone can make a difference. And we want to thank, thank you for what you've, what you've been able to accomplish. I think it's great. Well, well, thanks, and uh, um, forgive me. I'm, let me plug this plug the Politics book because um, uh, Politics has a, a book called Politics: A Clarion Call to Political Activism, which has over 300 pages of, of different articles from contributors like myself of Politics. And it, basically, when you're talking about political activism, it's not as people tend to make it seem. It's anyone can do this. You know, you mentioned that I'm writing and everything, and that's great. But a lot of people, I wish they would see that anyone can really do this if you can just do something as opposed to doing nothing. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, so thank you for all you do, my friend. And uh, we want to wish you a uh, safe and fun Independence Day. And we hope to see you soon. Okay. I'm pretty sure we'll see each other, if not at CPAC, probably sooner. All right, my friend. Well, you take care. Thanks for calling in. Yep. And thanks to... To the Borellis for having me on their radio show. And yeah, like I said, this was after um what well, before <laughs> the Independence Day week. So yeah, and it actually kind of reminded me of uh a couple of days ago uh, and speaking about Dana Lash, because I was at this uh wrestling event here in Dallas at a pay-per-view just watching um you know watching the show. And I, I go out to get a shirt and I on my way back inside to to watch the, the rest of the show, Dana Lash is coming out and I'm like I look, I'm like, is that Dana Lash? And and I just said her name like I, cause I wasn't expecting to see anyone that I know here at at this you know, at the wrestling event, you know. And plus I mean we're talking about over fifteen thousand people. So even if there are people that I know here that i didn't know were there already what are the odds of running into them so so yeah so i was just like oh wow you know there goes dana so yeah we you know we took a selfie and whatnot i posted it um you know if anyone who's been on my page already seen that already so but it just reminded me of that when we just hearing that interview talking about the nra ad and everything so, so i don't know if i probably mentioned that before but i for me I've been watching wrestling since I was a kid and nowadays it's basically a great way to just, that's my escape. So it's like, as far as doing anything in, yeah, basically anything that requires a lot of, you know, what if we're talking about political activism and going out and doing, doing this or anything. I just, I watch some WWE and just be entertained for, high of hours and then i'm good <laughs> and so um so yeah like i said i was just thinking about that when i'm um, just hearing um hearing that call in on series so yep so here we are at the end and i just want to say before we finish to admit i want to mention about the founder project now the website is going to be live this week actually it will be in the next couple of days actually it'll be um on the 14th so this will probably be my last actual i guess uh, i guess hearing me 
talk about the founder project because for probably from this point on we'll be having uh Magadine actually letting you letting you hear her to explain the founder project also just because i'm pretty sure y'all tired of hearing me talk about it <laughs> maybe yeah you know like what it's always the same thing well you know what your wish is my command i would change that now you have someone else do it and we'll also switch it up a little bit you know but going to keep the same thing as far as talking about the founder project that it that they're bringing civics to citizens and that they're doing web videos right now and if you want to look them up on facebook it's the founder project just look it up there and like i said the website will be up this week now so we're getting closer we're almost there and look forward to that and so appreciate everyone listening again we are now on iHeartRadio and Google Play and iTunes. So just wanted to mention that again. And I just, yeah, like I said again, I appreciate everyone listening. And until, well, Thursday, we'll chat with you later. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700. Zero seven zero zero. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. 
Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700.